Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I'm going to work on especially because I understand that I'm saying it wrong. I just pronounced it especially. Whatever happened to tomato, tomato? That's what we used to tell people when they said a word wrong. Now, hate comment. And Liz. I saw the funniest meme on Instagram and it said, oh, did you adopt your dog? And they said, no, this is my biological dog. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Uh, We would be recapping Elizabeth's baby shower, but it has not happened yet. Yeah, we're recording this the Thursday before my baby shower. Yeah, but I'm sure it was a smash success. Yeah, I'm sure it was so much fun. I'm sure. I'm sure you looked beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm sure sure you got a lot of great stuff. Yeah, so. I'm sure the decorations looked good. The food turned out. So we don't even need to recap. No, I mean, it was was all great. No complaints. (laughs) And I don't know how potty training Hattie went either. Because I'm doing, I'm starting that tomorrow. Let's also assume that went great. I don't, no, I don't think. Nothing, yeah. Nothing new to report. We will see. But nonetheless, we have a jam-packed episode. So let me take you down our little roadmap for today. Um, starting off, catch up, check. Uh, next, we have the millennial. Talk about our weekend. <laughs> talk about our weekend. That hasn't <laughs> happened. Next, we'll move into our millennial word. Then I have a dump. Then we're going to do um, advice, industry news, and DTD. Simple. It's a simple one today. Yeah. We're going to um, get you in. We're going to get you out. Yeah. Our last episode was like so long, which I didn't even realize how long that was going to be. So um, we'll see how long this one is. Um, Okay. Well, we can just get right started with the Millennial Award of the Day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame because I'm very excited about this one. So um, I got this in a DM and this is like from someone who's like, ears to the ground like real life heard this and was like what the heck so she said i teach dance at a studio and one of the girls referred to another as an npc i was like excuse me what does that mean apparently it means non-player character i was confused and i guess it's just like a person who is kind of there and has no role in what actually is going on what? I asked if it was like a sim character and they were like, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, well, was this like a dig or is it like a joke? She's like, no, I think it's like a dig. Like, you're just like irrelevant. Like you're an NPC. Like you're a non-player character. So, like, you, not, so you're so like if you're in a video, video ca- game. Yes. Yeah. If you're in a video game and then there's like what? the important characters in the video game and then there's like the background people. If you're an NPC, you're just like irrelevant. You're in the background. You add nothing to the story. <laughs> like, it's but we're so all mean. we're all background people in people's lives. Yes, I'm a, yes, a background but I character. Think, I think when you're like at a dance studio and there's like you know ten girls and like two of them refer to a girl as an NPC, like it's really mean. Oh my god! It's kind of like the opposite of a main character. Yeah, because if you think you're you're you have main character energy, that means other people have to have NPC energy, oh. not player character energy. NPC. She's an NPC. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to use it because I think that's so mean. Um, I don't know. There's some games I don't need to be a player of. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm happy to be an I NPC just, like, I in can't, something. I just can't imagine when like a teenage girl is like not saying it in unless to be like kind of hurtful. Yeah, well, teenage girls I've heard are the worst. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And as a former teenage girl, as someone who was once a teenage girl, I think I can speak on this. Um. <laughs> that's the funniest we haven't talked about that in a while but like when you get dms and it's like as you know someone as a mother of three no but this is this is my advice which is like that's fine but then it's like when they're like we're talking about teen driver and someone didn't someone say as a former teen yeah 
this is what I think. And it's like everyone was a former teen. No, people <laughs> just like to like share their credentials share before. their credentials but sometimes like in my dms they do get so funny they'll be like well as a midwestern mom of three whose husband is an engineer i think yeah and i'm right. like what sharon yeah <laughs> didn't need didn't need all the details yeah so um that yeah, is yeah. kind of like so that's kind of like a running joke like well as a former teen as a as a former teenage girl i think i can say that they can sometimes be mean so let's move on to my driveway dump because I have like kind of a lot I have to get through. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. First things first. Kid of the day. Have we ever talked about this? I don't know if we've ever talked about kid of the day. Uh, genius. One of the best <laughs> parenting moves our parents ever did was instill kid of the day. So kid of the day. There was five of us. And my mom, Chris, was tired of the, I want the front seat. I want to pick the TV. I want to do this. I i went the computer time like it was just too much so one day she goes kids you each get a day and the kid of the day was king or queen of the freaking day <laughs> and we were not probably the best kids we didn't listen to a lot of the rules growing up you respect that kid was of the gospel day. yeah that could not you respected kid of the day so my day was thursday pretty lit my day was monday um, we just like picked out of a Craig hat was one Tuesday. Day. Sydney was Wednesday. Grayson, Grayson was, was Friday. Friday. I'll yeah. never forget. I, I know. I'll so never forget. If like Kelly and I were going, if our parents were taking us or our dad was taking us to grade school drop off, it's like I gotta sit in the front, in the front seat front. on Mondays and Kelly. And then when the when it was just you and me, we would like switch off. Um, if you're watching TV and Craig comes strolling down on a Tuesday and Craig says, "Hand it over. I want to watch Cartoon Network." Guess what? We're all watching Cartoon Network. There was it was it was crazy. Um. The only time the kid of the day didn't apply is if it was your birthday, then yep. you became kid of the day. Yep. And also, I don't think it applied on holidays. I think we just like it was a wash on holidays and weekends. There was no kid of the day. But when I say like it changed our family dynamic for the better. <laughs> and so then I was thinking, OK, right now I have three kids. Who knows if I'll have another one? Let's say I'm going to have three. Here's what here's my plan. OK, I'm going to go Monday through Saturday. Every kid gets two days. OK, so it'll be like George, Hattie, Fred, George, Hattie, Fred. Yeah. And so I'm going to have a Saturday kid of the day. Okay. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm not going to like implement it now because I think they're a little young, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually it's like, oh, well, George gets to play with that because he's kid of the day. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best idea ever, but it, it truly well, you shaped. respect it because you wanted the same level of respect yes. when it was your day and everyone had one day a week. You knew your day was coming and it was great it's a good yeah it's a good life lesson for kids yeah so anyway kid of the day implement it um okay apparently i have do this thing that is driving the internet crazy yeah do you know what it is yeah why well i saw you write it down oh. i know exactly what you're talking about i say especially especially you add an ex instead of especially especially and i say espresso instead of espresso you say espresso yeah i'll have a brown sugar shake and espresso espresso and it but like the way that i probably get a youtube comment at least once or twice a day about that i get dms about it i never knew now i'm feeling more self-aware and i'm gonna work on it yeah. I don't, like, i'm not trying to get like chill out everyone i'm not trying to piss you off like i have received i can't believe hate how, comments yeah no i can't believe how much someone missing a word can grind someone's gears so also, aggressively maybe it's just my midwestern accent um especially no you no one else says especially um so why do i say that especially. i mean i get that i can't spell it but you think i could at least pronounce it i don't know it's like console console council oh yeah i had here. to cut that out Jeez. yeah that was bad um 
people are trying to dull my sparkle. Anyway, I'm going to work on especially because I understand that I'm saying it wrong. I just pronounced it especially. Whatever happened to tomato, tomato? That's what we used to tell people when they said a word wrong. Now, hate comment. You know what? And you know what? I challenge anyone else who's not talking on the internet, posting 14 minute long videos weekly. There's something you say that probably would piss someone off, too. If you want me to tear apart your video? Yeah, exactly. So it's like Doug on the internet who's commenting something rude to you. It's like... I'm sure you say something that is also very annoying. Yeah, no. But you don't put yourself out there on the internet. Yeah, but I do. And so I'm okay with the critique. So especially when it's a YouTube comment, because I don't care what those especially triggered people have to say. Mm -hmm. They're truly NPCs. Like truly (laughs) an NPC. If we were ever going to use the word NPC, now it's the time. NPCs. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to work on it. But again, let's bring back the the sentiment of tomato, tomato. Oh, yeah. Because what does it matter? And first of all, no one says tomato. Yeah, no. No one says tomato. No. But I wouldn't be mad if someone said tomato. Yeah. Okay. Um, We had hail. We did have hail. We had freaking two-inch hail hit my house. My home is not destroyed, but it is It was damaged, damaged for sure. My roof shot the whole back of our house, the siding has holes in it. My deck shot. My driveway has chips. And I'm basically in a whole new house. Yeah. Our whole neighbor, our whole neighborhood is like it, yeah. it was so crazy. It only hit our neighborhood like um, the neighborhood next to us didn't get hail. Didn't get they got hail, but not as yeah. big as us. Like it was just our little pocket. And first of all, I'm excited to get a new roof. And I understand like the things about how like, yeah, our insurance probably going to drop us. Okay, our deductible is going to go up, whatever. I get all of that. But we needed all that stuff anyway. You were getting a new roof. We were getting a new roof in June. Yeah. In June. Yeah. And now we don't because our roof is original. Yeah. It's 20 years old. Um, But like my whole neighborhood's getting a new one. So like we all get to like pick a new siding color. We get to pick a new roof color. Like basically my home value is going to go up. No, oh, yeah. My That's whole neighborhood's awesome. home value is going to go up. Yeah. And there's like a new development neighborhood right next to my neighborhood. Sucks to be them because now we have all these new houses that just got newer. Yeah. New updated homes. Yeah. And I wonder like if anyone's going to come out with the more like there's not a single you know how that blue siding is really popular. Mm -hmm. Like that blue. Right. Is that what it's called? Just like blue siding. Yeah. People do blue siding now. No one in my neighborhood does because that wasn't a thing 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if we see like some blue siding pop up. Yeah. Like you drive through my neighborhood, which was built within the last five years and every other home is blue. I won't, I won't be siding. doing blue. I do have blue shutters, but I won't be doing blue siding. Would be on brand, though. It would be. Okay, next. Last thing I'm going to say. So I told you guys last time that I bought Express Jeans. Um, and I bought Low Rise because I don't know what I was thinking. I will be returning. We'll be returning them. Oh, they, didn't, they didn't work. Elizabeth, they're heinous on me. Mm. That's disappointing. I need a mid-rise. And that just... Oh, get, yeah, because you ordered the Low Rise. Yeah, I could have told you that was yeah, going to go I know, really I know, sad. I don't know. I don't know what Anyway, then someone DM me. They're like, you have to get Good American Always Fit Jeans. So Good American is the Khloe Kardashian's brand, right? Yeah. So the Always Fit Jeans are innovative one size fit four. Guarantees a perfect fit. Always an inclusive size range. So like, I'm like, oh, these jeans are cute. Let me get these. The sizes, the size I guess I would get, it's zero to four, six through 12. Yeah, so 6 through 12. 6 through 12. Yeah. I'm going to order one. They don't have tall sizes, which is going to make me a little mm. nervous. But they do a really good job of telling you how tall the model is. And like the model is 5'9", and they're long enough on her. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I'm taller than 5'9", yeah. but at least they're not. Yeah, we'll see. 
Well, that would be awesome if that if those work out. Right? For like postpartum? Yeah. Or like for pregnancy? I mean, so I'm going to order one pair. They are pricey. They are, let me tell you how much they are, like $155. $155 yeah. to 159 But I, it's better than me buying $60 jeans that aren't my real size. If, yeah. Um, jeans and pants that fit you well and pants that are going to last are absolutely worth spending a little bit more money on. Otherwise, you just keep buying cheap ones that yeah. fade, that don't go anywhere. So yeah i i support and also this is this this is kind of like a test drive yeah oh and i wanted to say too speaking of ordering clothes online uh we got some dms about trying the nudes um tall pajamas that they just came out with um and so we did order a a pair of those we'll try them out and we'll report back on how they are for tall girlies i know i hope they're long enough on the website i don't think they did updated photos with them because the they looked short on the model well i don't think those were the long ones i also wonder like pajama pants too like are they supposed to be ankle length or are they supposed to touch the ground and pajama pants i'm not as worried about on length it's more just like comfort and that they don't look totally ridiculous because those little sleepies ones that you got me for christmas i look like a <laughs> colonial man wearing them like they're so tight like they, they like get tied at the bottom and then when i wake up they're like at my knees and i literally look like a colonial man no you said that and now i like can't even bring myself to wear them like no, I, I do know. like those they're, jammies, they're very comfortable but those need to be you need to lounge in those but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you wake up and you have you're giving ben franklin yeah for sure Okay, I literally just bought these jeans while we were on this oh, podcast. Oh, okay. So well, I'm happy we're being productive. For sure. Okay, so that was my dump. So not crazy, but well, we, not bad. Yeah. Um, we. I don't really have anything, honestly. I need to. Uh, I need to spice up my life a little bit. Yeah. Um, we do have some advice though, and I'm kind of excited about it. And the reason I'm excited is because this one started out, and she said. Okay, girls, this one is juicy. That is like the first that's that's that was her leading line. So I'm like, okay, Jen, I'm in. Um, so let's just like dig into it. I think it's, it's just gonna be like kind of like got like some mm-hmm. hot goss and we'll see what it we'll see where it ends. It's kind of long, so stick with me. Okay. My husband has two brothers. His older brother has been dating a girl for about four years. She's obviously waiting for the ring. He has not shown any interest in going to buy a ring, but he is all but he always says that he will eventually get married. He's not a rush and is very focused on his business. They are very financially intertwined and he utilizes her for day-to-day expenses like groceries and utilities. He puts all his money into his business, which she has no connection to. Road flick. They live together, so she pays for eating out, food, furnishing, etc. The girlfriend is very sweet and kind and the kind of girl that it appears he is trying to date to satisfy his parents. It's a little bit of speculation, Jen, but we'll go with it. However, he has made many comments about her appearance and the things that she eats. For example, he came over to our house and I said, here, bring a cookie home for your girlfriend. And he replies that she does not need cookies. <gasps> he also called her out for eating more than one donut in front of the whole family. OMG, a second donut. He is very image focused and always makes her do physical activities, even though she obviously doesn't want to. She seems to be in love with him, but I'm not convinced that he loves her. I know this is none of my business, but I'm trying to look out for this girl. What would you say to her? I have a good relationship with her and she often comes to comes to me to seek advice on why her boyfriend isn't proposing to her. I see so many red flags in the relationship, but he is my brother-in-law, so I want to be respectful. And she said, just like for reference, he's 34 and she's 30, if that changes your perspective on anything. A lot to unpack there, Jen. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. So it's like, I agree. She's kind of in like a tricky situation because he is her brother-in-law that she's, you know. I think we need to go to the husband, your husband. What does your husband think? Because I would like to live in a world where if Fred was treating someone, George would be like, Fred, what are you doing? You mm-hmm. need like, and I would not be happy about that. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. And if I the, if I ever heard my son say that to somebody, like if she if he said the donut thing in front of the whole family, un I would become unhinged. I'm trying to put myself in her shoes though, so I don't have brother in laws. Yeah, you do. T- no, I'm thinking about like it, no, I'm I'm thinking about Maddie and oh. his family. Like I this I don't have brother in laws on Maddie's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, I see. So I'm like, okay, so if Maddie's sister was dating someone and was treating him really poorly, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say, I don't think I would say anything. I'm not going to say anything to her. But I don't think Jen's looking for advice on what to say to the brother. I think she's looking for advice on what to say to the girl. But also she can't be the reason that the relationship explodes and ends. I'm really torn. Um, I would say like, though, if the girl's coming to you for advice, I would be upfront and I'd be like, hey, I think you need to kind of, I mean, look at, kind of the situation you've put yourself in like you're paying for all this stuff for him you don't have the ring he's getting all the benefits of being married without the commitment yeah, yeah. and i don't like some of the things that he says to you i think that's f- i think it's fine to say that if, if, if you have a close enough relationship with her i could say that to somebody i would take the it's your brother-in-law thing out of it who cares your brother-in-law sounds like an ass to be honest with you so what does it matter yeah yes However, if the relationship ends and she was the catalyst for that to end, that could start a lot of family drama yes, with her husband and the brothers and all the things. From what I'm hearing, the relationship's not going to make it. Even if it even if it does go further, it's not going to be a long-term thing. So you need to either get involved, things need to change. Whatever. I also, I'm, here's the thing. I'll stick my nose in your business a little bit. That's fine. It's well, your family. If you're justified too, like if you truly believe everything that you are saying and you believe that he is treating her wrong X, Y, and Z in these areas, then when if he comes to you and say like, why did you do that? It's like, why did you say to her, stop, don't eat a second donut? Why? Why did you treat her in these ways? Like, when I would say like she came to confide in me and I was honest with her. Yeah. Tough. It's tough. I would say something. I would. I would get involved personally. I, I don't know if I would like intentionally like get super involved, but I would speak from your own experiences and just say like, I feel like that kind of helps sometimes in these situations, especially if you have a healthy marriage, then you could say, well, you know, my, he, my husband, like he, when we enter areas like this, this is how we navigate them and just like yeah. give her like perspective of what a, a healthy relationship should look like. And then maybe that can help her determine that she's not in a healthy relationship because the other thing you can't do to someone in an unhealthy relationship is tell them that they need to break up with the person because they have a lot of times they have to come up to that conclusion on their you're own. Right. Maybe you're giving better advice than me. I don't know, Elizabeth. I this one's very layered. I would get your husband involved. I love to blame things on my husband and get him involved. Yeah, I mean, I would be very interested to hear what your husband thinks about his, the way his brother's acting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we don't really have great Sorry, advice, Jen. but that's that's a tricky one. That's tricky and it is juicy. Okay, Kel, we have another question. It's not really advice, but it is like a very good question that I think should be addressed. So um, this is about the rescue me safety tool that you've posted about on your Instagram. Right. 
And um, Jade says, I recently bought a rescue me safety tool for my car and it got me thinking in the case that I ever need to cut a seatbelt, where would one go to fix and replace a seatbelt to make sure it's done correctly? Hope I never have to do so, but it gives me a little anxiety not to know. So the rescue me tool can cut a seatbelt or shatter a window in case of an emergency that you have to get out of your car. So where do you go and replace the seatbelt? You would go back to the dealership and get a factory seatbelt. Okay. And then you would have the a, like a certified mechanic for that manufacturer install it. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. You just go to the dealership. It's a good question. They have parts. It happens a lot. Yeah. Or like, you know, there's scenarios where, I mean, we had one time in Tyler's old truck, we got a puppy and the puppy was in the back seat one time and he chewed the seatbelt. Oh. Chewed right, right through the seatbelt. They need to rescue me. <laughs> just get a Puppy's teeth are so sharp. So sharp. I miss puppies. Maddie wants to get another puppy. You have two dogs, Elizabeth. I know. No, like I know. No, like I know. You're not getting one. Don't say that because now he's now. Because he, you said that, Kelly. Now he's going to. I buy forgot a he listened when to this the comes podcast. out on Tuesday. I'm gonna. There will be a puppy at my house on Tuesday because <laughs> Kelly just said. Because Kelly just said that, and that's how my husband works. We're gonna buy another dog. Buy another dog. We're gonna get another dog when George turns five. Tommy turns five. So okay. next year we get a puppy. I saw the funniest meme <laughs> on Instagram. Wait, provided we're not living in our house. <laughs> um, I saw the funniest meme on Instagram and it said, oh, is that your, oh, did you adopt your dog? And they said, no, this is my biological dog. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> anyway. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you ever gone down a TikTok or Reels rabbit hole where you find yourself trusting strangers on the internet with health advice simply because they're wearing a lab coat? Well, I certainly have. There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not just random people on the internet. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the experience you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you just haven't met yet. But don't just take my word for it. Millions of people have used ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood. Give ZocDoc a shot and go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z. O C D O C dot com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, are you ready for industry news? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I just have two quick little stories. The first is from Car and Driver, and it says the 2024 Alexis LM looks like the ultimate Uber Americans won't get. So I wanted to bring this to everyone's attention because there are some crazy concept photos going around of this new Lexus LM, and it is a luxury minivan. It's a luxury van, but it's only sold overseas. So it has it's seen up to seven, but it also has a four seater option that includes lounge like chairs facing a 48 inch screen. I mean, it's like crazy. 
oh what the heck again it's not coming to the united states yeah so we can all just calm down we can all calm down we're not getting it i won't be reviewing it anytime soon and guys we don't need it you know what i'm saying we don't need it no we certainly i mean no we need we need chairs to take up not chairs seats to take up we don't have we don't have the space for that no we don't our cars so anyway but I, I just wanted to know, I wanted to empower you if you see the if you see the concept things floating around, because, you know, people love a little clickbait moment. Mm-hmm. You can say, oh, yes, the Lexus LM, the 2024 Lexus LM. Yes, it's actually not debuting in the United States, though. So yeah. You can only find that overseas. Mm-hmm. But that's a perfect segue into my next story, which is I don't know if you've heard, but there's a super, super anticipated piece of content coming out from one of my favorite automotive bloggers, The Car Mom. Oh, yeah. And it's called The Minivan Showdown. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about the minivan showdown. Um, a lot of rumblings. Mm-hmm. It is something that's been in the works for a while now. It is probably my most favorite piece of content I've ever created so far. And I felt so inspired to do it because I there's a lot of other minivan. The minivans are easy to compare because there's only four being made right now. Yeah. So it's like the perfect amount of cars to compare. Yeah. Right. And I saw a few other articles of like, like we, we rated the, the the current minivans and I would click on these articles and they were the guidelines for why they picked what was so crazy to me. And the articles are just so unhelpful. Like, I can't believe how no one's putting out like helpful content for families when it comes to minivans, mm-hmm. but insert the car mom. So I thought I would read you maybe like, a, like give the carpoolers like a like a little snippet of the minivan showdown yeah i would love that but before we go there i just want to say like i feel like the reason you're so excited about this is because it is such a it is such a big moment for you to come out with something like this because you they were the first few years of car mom there was definitely like a little bit of an imposter syndrome a little bit of like not totally mm-hmm. wanting to plant your opinions and flags too intensely but the fact that you are able to do this in the minivan showdown shows a how much now you know about these cars that you feel confident enough to say like you're not just going to throw stuff out there no something like this intense just to do it like you it is such a culmination of all the hard work that you've put in the last three years and how much you've learned and how much you've grown to also feel confident in your own opinion. Yes. Because that's what people come to you for. So anyway, Thank I'm you, proud Elizabeth. of you for that. My word of 2023 was confidence. And I do think I agree with you. I I, I know these cars. Yeah. Spent, but I, we've also spent the time like yeah. i've spent the last three years learning about every family car out there and i'm well, ready like to you talk said, about it minivans there's four of them and also everyone who's buying a minivan is kind of doing it for the same reason for similar reasons right so anyway i have three of the four sections written right now so the only section i have left to write is the chrysler pacifica so do you want to hear a snippet from the kia carnival the sienna or the odyssey i'm only going to read one um which one are you most excited about? i i i, I don't let's know let's do odyssey okay that's the one i'm the most excited <laughs> okay <laughs> okay I'm just going to read like a paragraph, okay? Okay. Let's start with the Honda Odyssey, year 2017 and above. This is a good place to start because she is truly the family hauler. Equipped with five sets of lower anchors and six tethers, it offers incredible flexibility for who sits where. Additionally, the Odyssey is equipped with a removable middle seat, giving you the option for both bench seat and captain's chairs, available in all trim levels. The bench, as it stands, is excellent for car seats and can easily accommodate three across. If you choose to remove the middle seat, you are left with a nice wide aisle and have the option to utilize the magic slide. This can only 
can be found in the Odyssey. Essentially, you slide the outboard seat to the middle, then anyone, even adults, can easily access the third row. It is safe to drive with that. It is safe to drive with the second row in either position. I freaking love this feature. Not only is it great access for passengers, but it also gives parents an easy way to access the children in the third row for buckling and unbuckling. I mean, you can literally get into the car to do it. The reason the magic slide is so awesome, especially for car seats, is because in the Odyssey, the seatbelts are attached to the seat. So whether you have a car seat installed with latch or seatbelt, you can still utilize third row access. Many other SUVs have seatbelts attached to the door. Before we move on to the second row, let's talk about rear entertainment, aka built-in screens. I know so many parents love this feature. The Odyssey puts the screens on the ceiling. Here are the pros. A major pro, this is a major pro for me for two reasons. One, more room for rear-facing seats and passengers trying to enter. Two, easier for third row passengers to see. The con is that it can affect driver's visibility. And then it just keeps going and going and going. We get to the third row, we get to the trunk. So what, it sounds great. Love it. Thanks. What is the goal for this? Like someone says, I'm ready to enter the minivan. Let me, this is my one-stop shop to figure out which ones to start with yeah. and look at. Okay. If you read the whole article, I compare, I give the pros and like the high level pros of each one. And I also give my recommended trim level for each minivan. Okay. And then I think you'd be able to read this watch my tours and then decide on a minivan yeah. easily which one's best for you which one's best for you because they, they, they all do different things yeah right. but did it sound good yeah it sounded great thanks you said especially did i mm-hmm. didn't even notice yeah wow gross well done maybe it helps when you read it could be because you don't see an ex yeah that could be it yeah all right liz now you're ready for dish the drive-thru where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut dinner, dinner rut. rut dinner rut dinner rut <laughs> Okay, this comes from Mary, and she goes, after listening to your most recent podcast, I really think I have the ultimate ditch the drive through recipe for you. Say less, Mary. Great, easy summer dish that uses tahini. What more could you ask Truly for? Truly sign me up. Cucumber nachos. I love a cucumber. I love a cucumber. Slice a cucumber into rounds. Uh, yeah. Add a scoop of your favorite chicken salad. Okay. Top with a dash of hot sauce and a shake of tahini sounds yeah sounds right on my alley so i wouldn't do like the poppy seed chicken salad that no, we no, talk no. about I, would, I was gonna say i would like go to straubs straubs the grocery store and i would buy pre-made chicken, chicken salad. like the most basic chicken like salad. just chicken salad cucumber or celery mayo yeah that's it yeah and then t- delicious oh, that sounds so refreshing doesn't that sound so refreshing i yeah. freaking, lo- freaking love you know what is another salad. good um kind of using those similar ingredients one time i just i made a little car snack and i cut up um I was going on a road trip. That's why I said car snack. I cut up a cucumber and then put lime on top and then tahini. Oh, yum. It was good. It's just like something to eat in the car. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that sounded delish. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you, Mary. I'm definitely going to try that this summer. I also made a pretty, uh, pretty incredible dinner this week. What's that? The kids devoured it and it is called broccoli chicken casserole. And I thought just posting the ingredients of the casserole on my story was enough, but I probably had 400 DMs asking for the recipe. And yeah. I'm like, the recipe is the ingredients here. It's it's a it's a com- it's combination cooking. Yeah. But I'm going to give the recap anyway. So it's broccoli chicken casserole. Um, it is star studded. You get a rotisserie chicken. Take the chicken off the chicken. Right. Right. Then you get cheddar rice roni I do two packs when I'm making like a casserole. I get two packs of that. Cook it to its instructions on the box. Then you get microwave or broccoli. Steam it in the microwave for a little bit. Combine the chicken, the rice aroni, the broccoli, add a can of cream and chicken soup, and a little bit of sour cream. I don't know, like a cup, half a cup, whatever. Just kind of eyeball it. Mix all that together. Oh, salt and pep, obviously. 
mix it all together, pour it in a casserole dish, top it with cheddar cheese, bake it through 50 for about 20 minutes. Yeah, sounds bada great. Bada bing, bada boom. Sounds great. My kids devoured it. Sounds really good. And then they're eating chicken, rice, broccoli. I mean, the way that my daughter, Hattie, who's like the pickiest of, of all of us, was just eating straight broccoli. And it's yeah. covered in cheese. But I one time saw an Instagram post and it was like, it being covered in cheese doesn't take away from the health nutrients mm. that are in the broccoli. That's true. So like, it's fine. Take away and sister needs dairy too. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's not... If that's what requ- that's why I never care if my kids eat veggies with ranch dip. I don't care how much ranch dip they may eat. They're eating yeah. the veggie. Yeah. Um, that sounds great. I'm going to try and make for dinner while we're just talking about it. I'm going to try and make the nap time kitchen uh, chicken enchiladas that you made for me that one time. You loved them. They were so good. And I'm going to her recipe. Uh, you can make like one for yourself and then one for a freezer meal. So I'm going to attempt that. And I'm either going to save the freezer meal for when I'm like very pregnant slash postpartum or my friend is gearing up to have a baby so maybe i'll take it to her i don't i don't know yet but we'll see we'll see how good it turns yeah, out Yeah, maybe like to your sister who you know is drowning as a mom of three she seems to be doing just <laughs> fine with her broccoli chicken casserole so i think she's actually set <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i need to make that recipe again do you think we need to ever like write down all of our recipes okay so i started doing that that is i'm so happy you brought that up i started doing that way back when when i lived in dallas i bought recipe cards because i was making a lot of tiktok recipes when i was on tiktok Mm -hmm. and then i would always forget about them and so i've been forgetting about these great recipes that we make all the time like the the roast the mississippi roast our buffalo chicken sweet potatoes salmon teriyaki bowls like just like very random things that i will make i'm like that was so good i'll never forget this recipe and then i'm at the grocery store i'm like i've never thought i I never cooked in my entire (laughs) literally so i am making recipe cards i want to get like a recipe card box to organize them by like entree dessert whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and then my plan is that I can just sort of like pick one at random and see if that sparks joy for me. And be like, yeah. okay, I'll make this this week. Because all of our recipes are generally pretty simple. Like we try yeah. and actively do that. So yeah, I'm actually very passionate about this topic because I had just started doing it. So one time I saw this reel and I need to talk to Tyler because he's like an Excel wizard. Listen to how genius this is. Just really stick with me here, Elizabeth. So this girl. I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay, well. But go for it. But the car, not maybe not everybody does. So this girl wrote down all of her recipes, but then she categorized them. So it'd be like pasta recipes, uh, sandwich type recipes, Mexican, Italian, what, whatever her tags were. Like you could do it like beef, pork, chicken, whatever. Yeah. And then she did random generator that would assign like Monday was always, let's say it's Monday was always her pasta Monday. Uh So she would hit generate and it would pull one of her pasta recipes. It would make her a meal plan every single week. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Does that, are you, are you following me? Do you want me to slow it down for you? No, I'm absolutely following you. So she wrote down everything. Hit would hit generate and it would plug in a random recipe. Yeah, that's great. I want to do that. That's great. Because then because then you can look at it and you can say, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Mm, I'm not really in the mood for that on this day. And then you can swap. But it gives you like a baseline. Yeah. It's like when you say, when your husband says, where do you want to go to dinner? And you're like, I don't know. Give me options. Yeah. And then he's like, Chick-fil-A, no. Culver's, no. no. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever. Okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, what I was going to say that I want to do, especially when I postpartum and back on my... Or trying to, um, you know, work on my health and eating right and everything. Um, 
the recipe that I did for prepping for my wedding was protein, good carb, vegetable. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to do a random generator, protein, pork chop, random generator for healthy carb, rice, Mm -hmm. random generator for vegetable, asparagus. I'm like, there's my meal. Because that's actually how simple it needs to be, especially especially when you're just trying to yeah that sounds a little boring to me though no it is a little it 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 can be but it's also sometimes but also get a sauce also sometimes it's that easy but then you're like okay now let me figure out what pork chop recipe i want to do that's true that's true it doesn't have to be like a dry pork chop on your plate it just gives you a baseline um another thing that i we're like look at us just like giving all this meal plan advice that we don't even take for ourselves i know but someone else said it was this girl who's like i'm a busy mom of six like here's how i stay sane and i'm like well i only have three and i'm not sane so tell me what you're doing um and she goes we stick to a meal plan like we make we make the same seven things every single week and we only swap when we get sick of something Mm. and i'm like that's also not the worst idea so anyway we have been doing pizzas on fridays yeah and i'm like not even thinking about it anymore we've had pizza the last four fridays i'm not i'm ready for pizza again on friday yeah yeah, and it's pizza, just, I'll never get just taking like one day off your plate, I think is helpful. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like the pasta Monday of Naptime Kitchen. It's like you just make pasta on Monday. Yeah. So it's like not a big deal. Yeah. You can make any freaking type of pasta you want. Do the most, do the least. Yeah. Pizzas on Fridays. Okay, there you go. Now you only have to come up with five days of dinners. I just gave you two. Yeah. Mm. And only switch it out when you guys are absolutely sick of it. Yeah. And to your pork chop point, one more thing I want to say. To your pork chop vegetable starch point, sometimes it is like just do a simple dinner and then like have a fun dessert or something. Yeah. Like dinner doesn't always have to be fabulous. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be the most delicious thing you ever had. No. And a- absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to be a little disappointed because that is real life. So anyway, that was our weird episode. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the Carpool Podcast. Hey, you driving in that Subaru Ascent. Head on over to the review section. Leave your girls a five star review. Yeah. I think we should start calling out different makes and models. Oh, okay. So if you're an, if you drive a Subaru, then it's if, your turn to give us a five star review. Yeah, if you drive <laughs> a Subaru <laughs> you drive a Subaru no one else do it, but if you drive a Subaru Ascend. This is your this is your time. And you've been waiting for a time. I I didn't sing. I said especially. I don't think I interrupted Elizabeth. I did nothing <laughs> wrong. Going over to the yeah. <laughs> So let's reward Kelly with a five star review. <laughs> And that's our episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.